0: Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Uh, I'm Sarah Gonzalez, joined by, as always, Mr. Glenn Beck and Stu Geer, and uh, Chief Researcher of the Glenn Beck Program, Jason Buttrell. Thanks for filling in for us, Jason. Uh, Glenn, what was the top story for you?
1: Uh, top story for me is a strange one. I, I, I'm going to go with the John Wayne excoriation.
0: Okay.
2: All right. So. Uh, Bernie Sanders has said something that I think everybody at this table strongly agrees with.
3: And uh, it's it's pretty rare when this happens, so I feel like we should highlight it.
0: Huh. Mm -hmm. All right. I can't wait to get into that. Jason.
3: There's a strange debate on what to do with ISIS wives all over the world that now want to go back home. It's a very easy debate for me, but there's a debate out there, so yes. I think it's worth it. It's pretty simple. It's,
0: yes. Yeah, I'm shocked that this is controversial, but uh, we'll get into that. All right, I want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Glenn.
1: American Financing is a great company that it, it works for you. They don't work for a bank. So people always say, oh, I, I just I hope the bank, I love this, gives me a loan. They're not giving it to you. They're <laughs> not giving. They're selling it to you
0: at an exorbitant profit. It's not charity,
1: right? It's not charity, um, and uh, and so you have to have somebody who's working for you because the bank is working for them. They want you in something that's going to make the most amount of money for them. American Financing is a home run operation. Um, I mean, it, I hate to say it, it was started by a family. Now it's you know a, a, a countrywide um, uh, uh, business. But they still have those same principles. They work for you. They don't get any kind of kickbacks from the bank. And if the loan isn't right for them and for you, they yeah. won't sell it to you. Yeah. I like the way they do business. It's AmericanFinancing.net.
0: All right, Glenn, you said John Wayne.
1: Well, John Wayne, how much is he influencing your life today?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, thank you,
1: Dad. Tell me what you
3: know about John Wayne. I was going to vote yeah. for him, personally. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm still on that train, unless you can he convince me otherwise a, today. He,
0: he was a famous actor. He, he was a famous a cowboy.
3: Actor. He played a cowboy.
2: Anything that. else? Kind of an iconic figure yeah. in an old time home. Do Hollywood. you remember John Wayne? I mean only from, you know, my grandpa watching the black and white movies on TV. Right. You know, I don't,
0: but that's because I'm much younger than all right. of you. Right, <laughs> okay.
2: So d- so nobody
1: really even remembers hearing him speak. I do, but I'm fifty-five and I remember him barely. Okay? Speak outside of the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would see him, you know, in, like in interviews. Yeah, in interviews yeah. and things like that. But but barely remember it. Yeah. Okay? Well. We've got some John Wayne controversy for you. <laughs> 1971, he gave an interview to Playboy magazine. And here's what he said. Quote, I believe in white supremacy. We can't all of a sudden get down on our knees and turn everything over to the leadership of the blacks. John oh. Wayne. Wow. That's bad.
2: That's
1: bad. That's bad. That's bad. Then uh, he says, I don't feel guilty about the fact that five or ten generations ago, these people were slaves. I'm not condoning slavery. It's just a fact of life, like the kid who gets infantile paralysis and has to wear braces so he can't play football with the rest of us. <laughs> Shocking, right? <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Horrible. Okay? Suboptimal. All yeah, right, <laughs> You could try to explain it away with him saying, look, I'm not responsible for slavery, because that's what... That's what we say now. I wasn't here. He's saying, I wasn't here. Okay? But it's still horrible. Yeah. Last one. I don't feel we did... This is about Native Americans, which I have some news on. Um, (laughs) I don't feel that we did wrong in taking this great country away from them, if that's what you're asking. Our so-called stealing of this country from them was a matter of survival. There were great numbers of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly (laughs) trying to keep it for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so none of these are good. None of these are good. But <laughs> so bad. Who cares? <laughs> right. Who cares? Yeah. John Wayne plays no role except in the image of the tough,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, gunslinging. Toxic
0: masculinity, really. Right. right. The that ni- is, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: the nice guy, the American, wholesome, clean cut, yet he's going to stand his ground. You've got to destroy it to its core. That's the only reason why this is coming out now. Because mm-hmm. you have to destroy every bit of it. Everything in that foundation, every memory, every image. You have to look at John Wayne. You've got to take those pictures of that tough cowboy. Because that's the face that most of Amer- uh, most of the world thought of when they thought of America. And that tough pioneer cowboy, they thought of him. You've got to now replace that with he's a monster. Mm. Okay? When will we start going through the works and the papers of Margaret Sanger? When will we start going through the works and the papers of Franklin Delano Roosevelt? When will we start going through the words and works of Uh, Lyndon Bain Johnson.
2: Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. I mean, huge racist. racist. Not like he segregated Washington, D.C. or anything. Or brought back the KKK (laughs) into existence. (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll give another one. Bernard Sanders. Uh, our, our, uh, same, by the way, it was 71 for, uh, for uh, John Wayne, 72 for Bernie Sanders. We read the uh, the disgusting, revolting piece that he wrote about was, weird sexual stuff. We don't need to get into it.
3: Man it and like, woman, rape, yeah. The yeah, man <laughs> and woman, Rape fantasies, so. essentially, rape, rape fa-
1: that women have rape fantasies. Here it is. Uh, here it is. Uh, let me get a man. A man goes home and pleasures himself. His typical fantasy. A woman on her knees, a woman tied up, a woman abused. Now, I'm going to take John Wayne over that guy. <laughs> a million so times over. A woman enjoys uh, sexual relations with her man as she fantasizes about being raped by three men simultaneously. Bernard Sanders, That's Bernie Sanders.
0: That is disgusting. Busting. Yeah, which one? And I can confirm that that's not that's not <laughs> true. Well,
1: exactly. Absolutely yeah, my, not. My true. wife did that too, but I thought I said you're 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 way out of the mainstream, I'm sure.
0: So here's well, the I'm, thing: I'm, we may just be prudes. Yeah. I don't know, but
1: here's the thing: I'm going to make a pretty bold stand here. I will never hire John Wayne to act <laughs> in anything, and if anyone hires him and they put.
2: John Wayne into a movie today, I will boycott <laughs> that company. What if it's a, what if it's a, a choice between uh, Elizabeth Warren and John Wayne for president?
1: I will mm, vote for Elizabeth libi- <laughs> I mean, no, I, I have to vote for Elizabeth Warren. I won't
3: vote for John Wayne. Oh my gosh, so That's what commitment. I'll tell you until the, I close the curtain. At the bare um, minimum, he should be stripped of all committee assignments immediately. <laughs>
1: immediately <laughs> <day>. He should <laughs>
3: never serve as president. <laughs> now, the left...
1: What are you going to do?
2: What are you going to do? Because I won't vote for Bernie Sanders either. Well, you know what they did with Bernie Sanders so they gave him $3.3 million in 48 hours. Uh, so uh, that's what they did with Bernie. They gave him lots and lots and lots of money to try to win. And he was, as of this moment, is the front runner. No, Without question of the dem- for the Democratic nomination. So. Do you
0: think that they just, is this not being widely reported to where they would know that it existed? This came out during the no. last yeah, election. Yeah, it came out during the last election. Yeah, I've, I've heard this I mean, I years. remember that, but it's like mm. we, we live yeah. in these circles where we see all of this. And I just wonder if like the average well, crazy socialist Democrat who's voting look, for Bernie Sanders hasn't seen it.
1: No, they don't care. Okay. Here's why this is coming back out again. It's coming out because the Democrats want it out. They don't want Bernie Sanders. Mm. They they want Bernie Sanders to be in the part. Remember what WikiLeaks showed us. Yeah. They don't want him as the face. He's what? He's going to be 82? He was 82 in 1971. <laughs> right. So how old is he going to be? He's not going to be the president of the United States.
2: They don't want him in there. He's a disruption. Yeah. Yeah, they want they want those
3: policies. They just want them from a better
2: package. Yeah, they yes. don't want
0: it from his face. They don't want him to be the poster child right. for it.
3: Mark my words, if you want to see the next uh, big Russian bot campaign, it's going to be all pro-Bernie. And it's coming soon. soon. If it hasn't already started yet, yeah. he the- is about to get a ton of these mysterious Facebook ads that are propping him up. It's interesting because there was a political report today about
2: um, Russian bots, and it did mention it hitting in a negative way four Democratic candidates. And I, I know Harris was one of them. I think Beto was one of them. I think Biden was one of them. I can't remember if Sanders was
3: one of them or not. But how is Biden
2: going
1: to survive in this atmosphere?
3: Really, I would say easily. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think that the, there's such a hoopla for Bernie Sanders and, and the young vote because he still is, I think, considered today the most popular, which is odd. Yeah, one of the most, most popular, popular. Po- po- politicians in the United Certainly States. The I don't think that's odd,
1: I don't think that's odd at all. I think he is viewed as somebody who's like. Who's been saying since 1972, yeah, I like to see women tied up. And uh, I'm a socialist. I was just in Cuba. I was just in Russia with the Soviets. I think people, some people,
2: like the fact that he's never been filtered. That's what people like about Donald Trump. Yeah, that's true. Um, if I could just uh, quickly shift my seat here for a second. Uh, it's like a backup quarterback. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's true, though, with Bernie. I think it's going to be interesting to watch him try to go through this campaign because when you're a backup quarterback, right, like everybody loves you. You're, you they all think all they see is potential. And so that's why I think Bernie Sanders has these nice numbers. He polls best against Donald Trump. He beats Donald Trump by a large margin in almost every single poll. That's not true for the entire field. Um, and his approval ratings are very, very good. However, He's never been seen as a serious thing, right? Like he's just this guy over on the sideline. He's kind of the cranky, you know. He's like the guy, the Muppets guy, up in the. Yeah. You know, I bet you half Crazy the country old. think he's Larry David. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think when he is now, he's now running with the scrutiny of a front runner, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna that's a different experience for Bernie Sanders. It's gonna be interesting to see how he comes through it. You
0: said that. Well, I want to make sure to get to this. You said that he he said something that. Yeah. we would
2: agree with hundred percent I, I legitimately agree with every word. of it was of this.
0: the 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 essay that he wrote no, uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. no. thank you for
2: please <laughs> clarifying that i did not that is definitely not something we would all agree with um watch this clip and tell me if, you're, if there's a word of it you disagree with
1: many of the ideas that i talked about medicare for all raising the minimum wage uh to fifteen dollars an hour uh making public colleges and universities tuition free all of those ideas people say oh bernie they're so radical they are extreme. The american people just won't accept those ideas well you know what's happened in over three years all of those ideas and many more are now part of the political mainstream
3: so you're saying the party came your
1: way well i don't want to say that i think most people would
2: say that mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
0: Out think I, say, I mean, I wouldn't say that,
2: but. But like, it's the scientific people. consensus, is, of course, <laughs> lined up with that. Uh, I mean, that is an amazing statement and a completely true statement. Yeah. You know, I've used it, I've talked about 2013 when he did Medicare for All, zero co sponsors, now everyone in the field uh, pretty much um, uh, agrees with that. Uh, I'll give you one person who doesn't, though um, uh, John Delaney. Now, I know you guys have followed John Delaney's uh, campaign closely. Uh, but he has made it to all 99 counties in Iowa already. Uh, that's because he started running in, I believe it was like 26 years ago he started running. He, he was he was the first person in the field. Sean Delaney, um, isn't he the guy who played Frazier's dad? I, I don't know. I don't think it's the same person. <laughs> though. Um, but so Delaney was a former congressperson from uh, Maryland and a businessman. And he is in the race and been in there for a while, polling at about 1% right now. He is running as the most conservative Democrat in the race. His, he was on CNN this morning. His distinctions with, he's calling out socialism. He's saying like, I, look, I'm not a socialist. I don't want socialism. Um, capitalism is the greatest uh, job creator, uh, a, 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 the engine of job creation in, in, in human history. He's saying those types of things. And you could see those statements occasionally from even Barack Obama back in the day. He would occasionally make a speech and, and tip the, uh, tip the hat a little bit towards capitalism, even though I don't think he was ever a big believer in it. But the two policies he brought up as uh, differentiating himself from the rest of the field were really interesting to show and illustrate Bernie Sanders' point. One was Medicare for all. He criticized Medicare for all. He said, uh, you know what, that's not right. We shouldn't have that. Um, And uh, let me, uh, you know, I have a better plan. It's a great plan for health care. What we need to do is have a basically a a public option, low cost, uh, basic care for everybody. And think about this. He's the most right wing of the Democrats. Okay, the most moderate of the Democrats Mm -hmm. that that puts him to the right of Barack Obama as a president. Because Obamacare did not. He was basically arguing for Obamacare plus a public option, which is where Obama ran in 2008. Public option
3: option, meaning a a, a government insurance plan, a government
2: insurance plan. So so God, now believe me, I think it's a terrible plan. But I mean, I'm just talking about the movement of this party. He is to the right of where Barack Obama was as a president. Um, The same thing I'll give you where Barack Obama was as a candidate. As a candidate. So uh, and then one more thing. Excuse me. He's at the left of uh, of them. And then the other one I'll give you was uh, was global warming. Uh, He said, oh, you know what? This Green New Deal is crazy. This is John Delaney. It's too it's too much. I'll give you just a carbon tax. It's going to be a great carbon tax. That's something that Barack Obama didn't even propose as an actual plan. Again, his the most right person in the Democratic primary is to the left of Barack Obama as a candidate and as a president. That is where this party is. The entire field is to the left of Barack Obama. And some, Barack far, can't far, even far, see yeah, from where he left. is. Yeah. That is an amazing change in a very it short time. It happened in the last three years. That's
0: the time frame that it happened in, is what's so terrifying. All right, back in a minute. Do you think that Bernie is just like, so bitter that he's like, you guys called me crazy oh, when I suggested yeah, all of you? Yeah, yeah that's, and that's when he said, okay, that's, that's it. why he's that. Before we get into the uh, conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Cosmo Hurts Kids. So, uh, Miss Victoria Hurst from the Hurst family, who actually owns Cosmopolitan magazine, has decided to come out and take a stand uh, not to censor. Cosmopolitan magazine, but to take a stand against the the pornography that they're displaying all over their front pages, all in their articles, I mean, it's just absolute garbage. I know Glenn says it was. it's always been garbage, mm-hmm. but I swear <laughs> it's gotten way worse oh, yeah. as the years have progressed. Oh, yeah. It's
1: like a little country. The country was, you know, not, not right. in great health in the 70s. Look at it now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I remember when I was a teenager and I would try to, you know, just... Read it. It would come in the mail for like a free trial or something, and I didn't see anything that I was really just like horrified by. <laughs> I can't even read it now as a grown woman because I'm just horrified by the the cover. So, um, but so Victoria thinks that um, that not again, not that they should be, you know, their speech should be stifled, but that they should um, be applicable uh, to these the states that it's harmful to minors law, which would mean that it would prohibit anyone from under the age of eighteen to buy the magazine. So that's not, it's not crazy. It's not, you know, trying to destroy them. It's just trying to protect our children. Um, And I don't know if you've noticed, but society is in total decline and our children (laughs) need protection. So uh, if you want to learn more about this campaign, go to CosmoHertzKids.com. That's CosmoHertzKids.com. All right, Jason, you said the, uh, the ISIS wives...
3: So this is interesting to me because I, I, a buddy of mine, I think at the beginning of the week, sent me this story. Um, and we actually have a friend that's out in Syria right now with another group. And he's giving us a whole lot of video about like these ISIS wives. Like, they're, they're confused in Syria and places like Iraq what to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, just five ISIS wives over the past week or so detonated suicide vests as they were walking towards Kurdish forces or U.S. forces. Oh, um, but only five. Uh, yeah, just just five of them. Um, so these, there's this kind of sense that you know the ISIS wives that traveled from foreign countries to the caliphate were victims. Um, many of these, well,
0: uh, yeah, I was that's what
3: brainwashing, I was uh, I mean, grooming. They had to make
0: the decision to go there, right?
3: And see, that's another thing. Like when when these ISIS wives were headed toward the caliphate, this was at the pr- this is the height of their brutality when they when the news was coming out that they were raping Yazidi city, y- city women. Uh, when they were, this is after they cut off the head of people like James Foley. Mm -hmm. Um, so there, there's no illusions here on what they stood for. This is the worst of the worst. But now there are some people that some of these wives are in these camps while they're trying to figure out what to do with them and they want to go home. They're like, Oh, sorry. All of a sudden I, you know, yeah, I just completely didn't know what I wanted to do. Like there was one that was comical. Uh, she said that, um, yeah, there was just, when I got there, there was no electricity and, you know, and, and there wasn't as much food. So well, that was your problem. But, I don't. Right.
0: I, and also, I'm not sure that she did much research before she decided to take <laughs> that jump, because mm-hmm. I think a quick, re, you know, little search uh, w- would indicate that she should not be prepared. For they
3: knew though. exactly. Uh, there's there's this one case of this. Uh, th- so there was another, there's another there's a case, I think, a few days ago of a, a woman in Britain uh, or she's she's British and she wants to go to Britain. But their uh, foreign minister, like the, the, the secretary of state, revoked her citizenship. They, the people in the UK instantly. Call, I think mostly from the Labor Party, started calling him racist because he did this. Oh, my God. Um, there's another woman in, in America, and this is just coming out, I think, yesterday and today. This story is starting to break. Um, and she also is like, hey, you know, yeah, I researched everything. I, uh, I knew what I was getting into. But then when I got there, you know, it turned out she basically she had three different ISIS husbands. She had, mm-hmm. I think, a couple of kids. no. And so, just watch before you make a judgment. See if she looks sincere. I, ha- I pulled some video here. It's about a minute and a half. But before you make a judgment, let's just see, let's see how sincere she is on feeling sorry. See that.
4: And I heard that the khilaf was announced. I thought it was obligatory upon me to go, and I went without thinking of the consequences, without yeah. thinking twice, really. What are you Everyone proud? just gave their preferences on who they liked to marry, and then. Were you given a list of men? That you, you were given a list, and then you can choose. You're the awesome. of men, yeah. and you a man. <laughs> oh, you it's funny. Rest. Does that sound crazy to you now? It sounds very <laughs> crazy. Huh. Laughing. Women in the Islamic State are meant to be treated with honor and stuff, and we didn't see really any of that actually.
3: So, by <laughs> well, this time, you're 21 and you were widowed
4: twice? I mean, to go back to America being widowed three times with an orphan child, it's not common at all actually. I'm probably the first. <laughs>
3: Yeah. And what if you had a message for people now, watching this in America? What would it be?
4: I wish I could take it completely off the net, completely out of people's memory. Yeah. Let you do. I I regret it, and I don't want people to picture me with that kind of uh, um, mentality. I hope mm. I hope America doesn't think I'm a threat to them, and I hope uh, they can accept me and. I'm just a normal human being who has been Mm. manipulated once and Mm. hopefully never again. Hopefully Hopefully. I will, (laughs) when I go back I will learn more and I will try to help people not make the same mistake that I have.
3: I'm sorry. No, Hard no pass. you're not forgiven. Hard pass. You're not. You knew exactly what you were getting into. We owe you nothing. We owe this woman nothing. People are saying, "Oh, but we have an obligation because she's a U.S. citizen." I'm sorry. No, she's not. The first thing they do when they show up to the Caliphate is burn their passport in a ceremony. Mm-hmm. When she got there, that's the first thing she tweeted and sent out on social yeah. media was "bonfire incoming." It was her. It was her U.S. passport. She gave up her citizenship. She effectively joined another country. Yeah. She joined the caliphate. We owe this woman nothing. And the people that she hurt, the di- people that she was directly responsible for, were the people that she's at now uh, in captivity at. In Syria, Iraq, the Kurds. She belongs in one of their prisons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to go to one of those prisons because they are awful, they're horrible. Should have thought about that before. She's going to get no cushiony, you know, supermax prison over here.
0: Yeah, uh, and I mean, I feel not. bad for the child, but... Sure, it's, like, it's horrible. Yeah, that, that sucks, but... The, I mean, what 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 are we to do about it? Look at her; she has no remorse. No, there's no
3: pivot point she went through. She's cracking up, and she had a smirk the entire time.
2: That's yeah, it was a weird video. I, I, you know, she uh, I like like Omar. She said,
1: um, "It is Congresswoman Omar." I mean, she's got the same kind of happy mentality of, hey, you know, Smart when she was time. joking we about, about, about al-Qaeda, yeah. remember? Yeah. Yeah. She was joking about it, and she's like, hey, they say, I, you know, al-Qaeda is bad. <laughs> well, yes, it is. Yes,
2: it is. <laughs> one of the stories they told about this woman was that she, she got to ISIS, and uh, she saw them murdering people. And you're like, okay, well, you know, if you're living in the U.S., and you see all these brutal murders going on in front of you, maybe that would actually, like, turn your head. But then they added the line of, and they, they came off as much different than the one she watched on YouTube, it was like, oh. so she had watched the murders, actually watched them happen, and that Fine. made her join. Yeah. And then when she saw them in real life, it was a little more disturbing. Well, I, I it's hard to, it's hard to feel too bad for that. Yeah. You made the judgment the, with the information. I don't needed. know if
1: I'm going to go join the Nazis. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I've seen Schindler's List, but then when I got there and and they were actually putting them into the ovens, I thought, ah, you know what, this is. <laughs> This, and I didn't I didn't say anything until after we lost and uh, now I've got no
3: place to go and I'm a yeah. prisoner of right. war. <laughs> That's all. And then I'm like, you know what, prisoner. it's a little different. And this this woman didn't shut up when she saw this stuff. Like if she saw that and got freaked out and like she she didn't go through a change. The first, the story in the New York Times, I think, that came out today, was talking about how the first thing she did, or while her husbands would go out and fight, she was busy on social media. She was telling people in America to attempt to do attacks here in, mm. in America. She was telling Americans to get co- to rent trucks and run people over. She was also saying, "Hey, there's." He, she was like, she did a call out. She goes, "There's tons of Aussies and Brits here. We're all my American, you know, jihadis. You know, come and join the caliphate." Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's- bad. Like I, I think there's
2: the one one. You want to make one nuanced line here a little bit, I do feel weird like if someone from Colombia uh, comes here and he 's a murderer, and we catch him, and then we 're stuck taking care of him for the rest of their lives. Part of me could, could get uh, could understand an argument for look it 's treason, right like yes, she gave up her citizenship, but she committed treason against the country, and I think there 's a good argument to be made to bring her back here and put her in prison for the rest of her life, nope. and treason is very clear. treason is the only yeah, crime in the
1: Constitution. Mm-hmm. you have to have four witnesses, I bet we could find four witnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and,
0: a, yeah. and
2: it is a death sentence. If she comes back here, she certainly doesn't come back to be freed. I guess is my no. point.
0: Right, and I it's don't... sad. I, we we got to go. But it's sad that that's controversial yeah. to say. Right, back in a minute.
3: Yeah, there's, no, there's no basis to like say she's a citizen. She gave up her citizenship. So what? What do we owe?
0: Glenn, when we uh, talked about Native Americans <laughs> earlier with John Wayne, you said you had some news. Well,
1: I, last night I got my DNA test back from 23andMe, and and I am ten times more, thirteen times, thirteen times more Native American than Elizabeth Warren.
0: <gasps> wow! Congratulations. <laughs> so
1: I am, uh, you know, I've got to go have a powwow, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm really offended by Elizabeth Warren for you know mm. coming in and trying to steal your heritage, steal my heritage. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus
3: overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at
2: blazetv.com.
0: Uh, all right, before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Mercury Real Estate, and the folks over at realestateagentsitrust.com. So uh, it turns out that there are a lot of people who like dabble In real estate, and um, so, you know, your cousins, brothers, uh, sisters, uncles, grandsons, former roommate, Mm -hmm. you find out as a real estate agent, (laughs) and they're like, oh my gosh, you're selling a home, they can help you, and then you get trapped.
3: The guy that fixed my air conditioner gave me his card, and it had his little license number on the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. Fix your
0: air conditioner. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what? So he dabbles. He's one of the dabblers. There's a lot of dabblers out there, uh, which is why Glenn started realestateagentsitrust.com. So their team, he has this team who goes in and they vet the real estate agents. So you don't have to do that homework. You don't have to do that digging. You know that, you know, they share your values. They do this full time and they are the ones who are experts in your area. And they're going to know, you know, how to get you the most for your money. Um, So if you're looking to buy or sell your home right now, you're in the market for it. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. They've done the work for you, so you don't have to. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. Andrew McCabe, he's ballsy.
3: He's not shutting up, is he? He's ballsy. Yeah. So he. book coming out. He can't shut up. That's ex- true. exactly why. And it's, it's kind of, I don't know. His, 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 uh, his strategy here is just interesting because as we talked about, what was it, a couple days ago or yesterday, about how you know he's just throwing Rod Rosenstein under the bus like mm-hmm. hardcore. There's like so, there's got to be something between them now that uh, he's just like all in on just saying yeah it was it was Rod's fault you know that I got Rod was doing all these crazy. things. I mean things.
0: there was a conversation, but he started it.
3: <laughs> so it's so odd. I'm like I'm not saying I totally. I mean so Rod is uh, Rod Rosenstein has basically he's 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 denied all, all the accusations hasn't he? Yeah. I mean? Yes. He said that it was kind of like a joking manner about yes. the thing, but it, uh, the 25th Amendment thing. He's has he completely b- said that that wasn't.
0: From everything I that I heard, he said he did not. He did not do that. He did not initiate that it's, conversation. It's it not him.
3: His his uh, his just him and being involved in that just very very strange. Because if it was all based around the firing of McCabe, of McCabe that well he kind of participated in the firing of McCabe. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the one that drafted the letter. You know to. to McCabe or Comey? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Comey. Comey. To to, to fire Comey. He was the one that drafted the letter. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he participated in the crime that they say justified wearing a wire and invoking the 25th Amendment. Mm -hmm. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Absolutely no sense. But McCabe is still going all out on some of these accusations. And he did another interview to follow up with the 60 Minutes interview. And I think we have a clip on that right now.
2: The fact is, I like... All the men and women in the FBI, people across government in the military, I did my job. I stood up to the obligations of my office. When we presented with facts, we made hard decisions, decisions that we knew would be tough on the organization, would be tough on us personally. Look what I've gone through as a result of those decisions. Um, but we did them anyway because we were committed to our responsibilities and mm-hmm. serving this country. Do you still believe the president could be a Russian asset? I think it's possible. I think that's why we started our investigation. And I'm really anxious to see where Director Mueller concludes that.
3: That's amazing. Uh, by the way, sources are now saying, I think it came out from CNN, that they're they're looking to be done with and wrapping up the investigation in a week, about something yeah. like that. So we'll find out soon, I guess. Um, but that, that's amazing that that he is going on TV and saying that. But what's hilarious... With,
0: again, no, I mean, I know he couldn't say if he had any sort of evidence, uh, but it's like... You shouldn't be allowed to go on television and say these, just say like, yeah, I think it's possible. And, <laughs> and have that be some sort of leading headline like, OK, cool. There are a lot of things that could be possible. That doesn't mean that we should be portraying it as it, it could have happened on our news stations.
3: Zero evidence is the is basically the theme for right. this entire fiasco. Right. You, you wanted to put a wire on a DOJ official with no evidence. Doesn't work that way. You wanted to invoke the 25th Amendment based off of no evidence. It doesn't work that way. You can't invoke the 25th Amendment and put surveillance on the president because he fired your boss Mm -hmm. and you all liked him and thought he was a great guy. It doesn't work that way. You're almost acting like a separate branch of the government at this point. Right. This is the most insane story. I, I cannot believe this unless it's just he doesn't he doesn't feel any fear whatsoever as far as any kind of liberal liberal. Uh, libel al- allegations that oh, might liable. come up, yeah. but um, uh, but and and this is all just hey, everyone's gonna love to read my book at this point, mm-hmm. and this is you know a heck of a good uh, publicity for it. it. Might be Kanyeing this thing, <laughs> but, which is very possible.
0: And I mean, you talk about libel, but I mean, again, that's the thing that really just pisses me off about this is that you shouldn't be allowed to go on, you know, a media source and just be like, well, I think it's possible because then you've got you've got deniability right you're like well i just yeah. said i think it's possible i didn't say that it happened so i'm not really committing you know any sort of of course it's possible it's possible the president can fly right. as well i've like, never mean, seen it I happen mean, it's, before it's but, possible,
3: but it's possible
0: it's possible that you know I, my husband's cheating on me now is that likely? No. Is he doing I mean, it? Seen, no. But no, I could. I, you see him? I don't,
2: I don't, I've seen him. I don't think it's possible.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like
2: really? you know, it, look, they should be able to say it, right? Like, I mean, I you get to say what you want to, you know. I think what you want to say. I think it's. Is it a good idea for a news source to, to allow That's it and not point. push back? I think you're I right. I think it's
0: it's unethical yeah. for CNN yeah. to put him on just so he can say I think it's possible.
2: Yeah, I, and, and look. I think it's a newsworthy interview. I don't think Anderson Cooper is turning down an interview with with McCabe at this mm-hmm. point. Um, you know, I think it's interesting to see. And this, Do you I didn't. an
3: irresponsible question, though? Uh,
2: no, I think I think it's a newsworthy question, and I think it's interesting to see how he answered it. I mean, I think I, I, I don't fault Anderson there, really. I think I think you know, I think McCabe should be more careful. But I mean, to get I, I'm glad we know what McCabe thinks about that. And I think you, it, can, it can help you judge uh, his uh, his his book in a way of like where he's coming from. Yeah. I think it kind of sets you up a little bit that way. I would say too, um, you know, other people in the media, I haven't seen I did not see Anderson do this in the, in the interview last night, uh, which I watched a decent amount of. Um, but uh, other places are saying, look, even if the Mueller report comes out, And there's no evidence of this. The fact that we even have to have this conversation Mm. shows so much. No, if it comes out that there's nothing there, the conversation was pointless. And that's kind of where I've been on the Mueller thing for a while. It's like this stuff right now is still pointless. We're a week away from supposedly getting some information and hopefully getting this report into uh, our hands. And we can actually go over what Mueller found and until that happens, we really don't have anything on this. I mean, McCabe can write his books, and people can come out and make comments back and forth, but there's not—we don't have enough information yet. All of it's everyone's presenting their side of it. Trump is saying there's no collusion, and don't look at anywhere. He's saying it he might be a Russian agent. How the hell do we know? Until this investigation comes out and we get the results, we don't. We're all just kind of guessing and picking our sides, and I think it's we're picking our sides without enough information. We're trying to do our best with the information we have, but we don't have enough yet. And so, hopefully. Man, I hope this thing's over soon. Yeah. I just like if it's okay, next week, if it's three seconds from now, it's not too soon.
0: It's funny that you mentioned, uh, you know, that that the spin on it will be if there's nothing. They're like, mm-hmm. well, it's sad that we have to be having this conversation <laughs> because, I mean, in the, that's what they said with Jesse Smollett, mm. right? They were yeah. like, well, okay, yeah, that yes, didn't sure. turn out to be true, <laughs> but it's really sad that mm-hmm. we're at a place where you know racial uh, hate crimes are alive and well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how they spin it, every single time. And
3: at this point, the political damage has been done uh, to Donald Trump. Yeah. Because, like, regardless of what it says, if it completely exonerates him and they have a wiretap where he's or someone, you know, where someone actually or a Russian agent's like, hey, Donald, I'm with the FSB. Can I help you? And he's like, no, get out of here. Yeah. That won't be enough. Yeah. Right. That will not be enough because it doesn't regardless. Everyone's already made up their mind. Yeah, everyone. Well, I, that, I haven't.
2: I haven't. I will say I, and there are some people that will actually look at this. and I know you guys will as well. And like, look at the report, yeah. see what's in it. You know, I mean, because I think you're right. If you've already made up your mind and you're defending Donald Trump on every every piece of this or other side. Right. You're just accusing him of everything like most people on CNN are doing. The Rella report is worthless to you yeah. because your mind is made up. I would like to see what's in it. I don't think I have not seen anything yet. That makes me believe he did anything like the things they've accused him of. But if they have that information, I would like to know it. I would like to know it. I would like to know if the president did something wrong. As of right now, I have not seen anything, but we haven't seen the report yet. So I'm keeping my mind open, and I would like to see... When this thing comes out, I'm going to dive into it and and read it. And and I will be very interested to see, because I do think... I don't think Donald Trump necessarily has anything wrong here, but like people in his campaign, there
3: were a lot of people who did a lot of shady things, and I would like to see
0: the all the details
4: about that.
3: He knows all, it, it, <laughs> all
2: the
4: best people. If this criticism.
3: investigation comes out and he's exonerated and it's over with, do you think the House lets it go with that, or do you think they just start up their own?
4: I think they, they go somewhere else, right? Like yeah.
3: they'll find, I mean, look,
2: both <laughs> sides. This is a guarantee. Both sides will be able to find things in this report. That Trump's side will be able to say he's completely exonerated Mm -hmm. and the left will be able to say he's absolutely a Russian agent. They will both find something in there that looks bad and looks good. I think if you're an honest person and you actually want to know the truth because this is a freaking Russian influence operation that was real, that much um, much we seem to do know, we do seem to know. Um, You know, you're going to look at this and try to make a judgment as to what really happened. And, uh, you know, that is what we're supposed to do with all of this stuff. Right? Like, we're supposed to actually look at the information and read it. I know Jason will be uh, a nerd and be into it. Uh, Second, I'd like for you to just read it
0: for us. <laughs> yeah, and next then just next like week us is going
3: to suck. <laughs> this thing's going to be 12,000 yeah, pages. it's going to be long. And we're going to
0: need you to read it in about an hour. Mm-hmm.
3: It'll come out at 5 a.m. and Glenn will want it by 8 a.m. Yes. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yes. Good luck with that. <laughs>
0: um, no, but before we move on, I... I forget who it was. It was a reporter that I saw on Twitter, and the point had been made, you know, that okay, well, if it doesn't produce any evidence, uh, you know, that he had any, that he was involved with the Russians, as he's being accused of, you know, um, the left won't drop it. And the reporter said something along the lines of, like, well, it, you know, I mean, just a report is not going to exonerate him. And I'm like. Well, what else was it, it was an investigation right. like right. what else do that you can't prove you yeah. can't prove something that's, that didn't happen that didn't take place. You don't have any evidence if something didn't take place, there's no evidence to prove yeah. that it didn't take right. place.
3: Right. Right. And something that's interesting is something that McCabe's been talking about. He said that they started this because they right after the firing of Comey they were like, oh, if he was willing to do that, um, it was probably because he might or not probably because he might be actually a arresting agent and he wanted to ob- obstruct justice. And the only thing I could think of that the House would even get close to being able to try and impeach the president on would be obstruction of justice. Yeah. Like if there's any but but if this report exonerates him and that's one of the main things that's in that report they say, OK, we can't prove ob- obstruction of justice. You literally have nothing to impeach on. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do it? After that on. Can I try one quick thing with you guys? Because I've been thinking about this a little bit. Okay.
2: And it's a little, I, it, it may make you, if you're a big Trump fan, you may be a little annoyed. So I warn you in advance, if you want to end the broadcast right <laughs> now, we're right towards the end anyway. Yeah. You're just going to miss the poll question. you know that impression? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, one of the big points that the left continues to make, and I hear them making it all the time on places like CNN and MSNBC, is Trump and the people around him acted so strangely Right. Mm -hmm. They lied. And they are. It's true. They lied about that meeting in the in in Trump Tower. They lied about the Moscow uh, investment possibilities. And there was nothing wrong with either of those legally. You know, like I think there were questionable things to do at the time, but there was nothing wrong with them legally. There's no reason to lie about those things. And this their this is their jumping off point to say, That's because Trump must be hiding something bigger. Mm -hmm. There must be a reason why he was lying. There's no reason to lie on those things. I I think, like, the the, the problem with that analysis, because I think that would apply to most people, Mm -hmm. but Donald Trump is not most people. Number one, Lying is second nature to him. It is the first thing he thinks about when uh, when he's pushed in, into a position, uh, into a corner. Yeah. He immediately replies with, well, you know, Ted Cruz was having nine affairs. Like, his dad <laughs> killed JFK. It's like, that is his default position when he's pressed. And also, the other thing is, for him, it's not about guarding something bigger, like, oh, this weird scandal with Russia. To him, the thing that's bigger is the, the impression of the press at that moment. Like, he, his, the biggest thing about him, the, the thing he's always thinking about, is how is he winning that press battle of the moment. So to him, a lie makes a lot of sense in those positions. Yeah. And the people around him, the same thing, Roger Stone, that's how Roger Stone has thought for 40 years. And so I don't think the fact that he lies about things that were generally speaking innocuous or at least not illegal right. makes any point that it, it, he may be, oh, this real, really bad guy on these other things. I think it's very possible. It's just how he is. Like, they, uh, that's, that could pick, come up being a bad, uh, bad news cycle for me. I'll just say no. Yep. And then eventually if it comes out, then I'll deal with it then. Yeah. That's just the way he operates. And so I think actually that is a weird way of defending Donald Trump in this situation. I think it's likely that he probably didn't have some giant plan with, to work with Vladimir Putin as a Russian influence agent. He just lies a lot, a lot. And at this time it came out because there was a major investigation. Most of the time the question's left open and he's got away with it almost his entire life. With these things not coming out, a couple times they have, and when he's been sued, we've seen evidence of these things come out. But generally speaking, this is just the way the guy operates, and he continued to operate the same way in the White House as he as he did at Trump Tower.
0: Yeah, that's a okay. great. I, I mean, that that's goes? a great point. No, it, it, I completely agree with it. I completely agree with it. Donald Trump is not most people. No, yeah, he just it, operates. He differently, really thinks and you differently, ha- differently. You reasons. have to factor that yeah. into. Uh, you know, into all of this. It's still speculation. I could be completely wrong on that, but that jumping
2: off point that everyone in the mainstream media seems to use. Yeah. Well, if he was lying, what was he hiding? I don't think much of anything. I just think he just likes lying. (laughs) (laughs) He just likes it.
0: Uh, All right. Before we go, I saw this. <laughs> He's on, just a big fan. He's a huge fan of it. <laughs> I, I saw this uh, on the internet, and I la- I think I replayed it like twenty times just because it, it cracked me up. Uh, Gillibrand, you said that she's what? What is she at right now?
2: Oh, she is having trouble. The, yeah. the last, the latest poll that came out, I think it was in Iowa, has her south of Tulsi Gabbard. She's Tulsi Gabbard, who you don't know because yeah, right. you know, like she's a Hawaiian uh, Congresswoman who has no chance of winning. Basically, yeah. she's at two percent. Gillibrand at one percent. Wow,
4: that's yeah. rough. That's yeah. not
2: supposed to be what's happening. She was, I mean, I, people thought of her as having an outside but legitimate shot at, at right. uh, being competitive here, and she is not so
0: far. Yeah, really um, bad launch. Well, she is still trying. Mm-hmm. She's doing her best. She is going out to, you know, restaurants and trying to have these little, you know, powwows at the, sorry, Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. uh, at the restaurant. Sorry, to Glenn. Sorry, Glenn. Sorry Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and the, I just, we, you just have to watch this for yourself. Watch.
4: I, I don't think you should back away from the bold ideas that the the, the, the base and the grassroots care about. Oh, sorry, girl. sorry, I'm
0: just trying to get some branch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. They did a... Um, so I. I- and if you couldn't hear that, okay, that's enough. If you couldn't hear that, uh, this woman was very highly irritated because she was at this restaurant and she was just trying to get some ranch dressing. <laughs> she doesn't know who Gillibrand is, no. most likely. And Gillibrand, uh, if you ever go back and rewatch it, Gillibrand, when this woman approaches her, she puts her arm around her thinking this is one of my fans and right. she's trying to get closer to me I'm gonna huddle her in right. and the lady's like I, I just want some ranch dressing <laughs> Can you please get out of my way and I felt like that was so representative of Gillibrand's uh, campaign right imagine now. how
2: annoyed you'd be in Iowa New Hampshire dealing with this I mean oh got now this one with 20 candidates probably we're at 12 already I think yeah probably 20 by the end of this with event after event, every day, every restaurant you're in, they're just everywhere. Awful. Oh, God. And you've got eight, what, another nine, eight, ten months of this? Yeah. I mean, at least now 12, almost a year, basically, until this thing is, uh, you finally have the caucus. I know you're tracking this. What, what do you think the final number will be, around aboutish? I think it's going to be around 20. I, really? I, I do think it's going to, you know, you still have Biden and Beto, who everyone thinks is pro- are probably going to get in. That gets you to fourteen. Um, And then I still think there'll be some stragglers who pop their heads in there, like, you know, Swalwell and like a bunch of like you know generic congressmen that have no chance will probably stick their heads in there to at least get on that second debate stage. The one that's really tanking right now is Elizabeth Warren, and she is now in New Hampshire in fourth place. If she can't win New Hampshire, she has zero chance, (laughs) zero chance. Uh, it wasn't yeah i think it was new hampshire it could have been massachusetts now that i'm thinking about it which is even worse (laughs) that's her home state uh it was either new hampshire or massachusetts either way a complete disaster she cannot be in fourth place in those states if she has any chance of winning i would not be surprised to see her drop it out really early
3: if you're a if you're just a regular democrat and not one of these like crazy socialists uh you gotta be i mean if you're biden you're like the only choice that they have pretty much Well, klobuchar maybe but uh, that's about it And you know, unless you want John Delaney,
2: but yeah, but probably Klobuchar is the only one even working that wing, a moderate wing right now.
3: But no, but doesn't have the star power. as a lunchbox.
2: Oh no! Look, Biden is the is the legitimate favorite if he gets into this race. I mean, I you know, I think there's he could blow it. I mean, he's blown it several times running for president. Um, So I I do think he could lose. He's not indestructible by any means. I still think, I still think Beto and Harris are, you know, right there with him if they if they both get in.
3: I want Biden. I imagine that debate. Donald Trump, Joe Biden. It'd be fun. That is pay-per-view mm-hmm. level. Yes, that's that's going to be so fun. Biden can, can hang in those circles, oh, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Today's poll. Do you think the strength and sovereignty of America is more threatened by foreign or domestic forces? Let us know what you think. At The Blaze's Twitter, that is At The Blaze. What do you guys think, Stu? Domestic. Sorry. I think I think domestic. <laughs> too. I think domestic. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't you know. just refuse to answer. The I, I question. Want, I want,
2: you know what? Not Cleaning. just not sure an option. No. I want not no, sure.
0: No. I don't allow that. I, I not will sure. not allow that on the show. Uh, you, will, you are not allowed to participate uh, if you're unsure.
3: Can I give a Jeffy answer? Or just say spoons. <laughs>
0: Okay, so you think uh, domestic?
3: D- domestic. It's uh, Abraham Lincoln called that shot. Yeah. You know, he said that uh, you know we'll never be defeated from an outside force. We'll always be by ourselves, and he's exactly right. We've we we live in a country that's amazingly blessed with two huge oceans. We're not going to get invaded. Canada's not invading us. Yeah, the nuclear uh, weapon threat is it's, relatively it's real. real, though. Yeah, yeah. But, but mutually assured. I believe yep. in mutually assured yep. destruction. Yep. I don't think nuclear warfare is ever going to happen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're very very blessed. No other country in the world has what we have. Mm-hmm. Um. It will. Be within. It'll be some kind of what we're kind of seeing the beginnings of now, like a socialist revolution or something like that. But never by an outside force.
0: Yeah. All right. That is it from us. We'll see you guys tomorrow, gentlemen. Thank you.
4: Thanks. I, I don't think you should back away from the bold ideas that the, 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 the
0: base and the grassroots care about. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just trying sorry. to get
2: some
4: ranch. Go ahead. <laughs>